You're listening to The Forum Daily. Welcome to The Forum Daily. It is May 4th. May the 4th be with you, everybody, as we uh, start the week off on a good foot on this uh, beautiful Monday. Hope you're doing well. With me today, as always, the one and the only Brandon Richardson. Brandon, how's it going? It is going really good. If you're listening and you're wondering, you know, Brandon's audio sounds a little different than normal. It does. That's true. That is because Brandon is broadcasting live right now from the good old family van, the Honda Odyssey, uh, as they are driving from Coburg back to Waterloo. How's the drive, man? It's good. This is a special literal. We lost him. Let's try it again. And he's back, ladies and gentlemen. As we, you know, we said, this is a true from the road podcast. This you're is... gonna hear my, you're gonna hear my kids in the background. Yep. You're probably gonna hear a little bit of Frozen. Amazing. You're, yeah, you're gonna hear me, uh, you know, talk to Emma as I pass the tractor team. That's incredible. How are yeah. the roads right now, just outside of Coburg? Busy traffic? Yes, no. Well, you know what? Uh, they're not too bad. Uh, outside of Coburg here, they're actually pretty good. Okay. Um, uh, higher percentage of tractors than normal, which is interesting. <laughs> I just I just passed one that refused to move over, which was okay. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not complaining, you know. Right. What's the but, normal uh, What's the normal tractor to car ratio around there? Well, it's usually the three tractors to one car. Gotcha. But today it's. It's a bit two to one, so okay. it's, it's not so bad. Okay, yeah. that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're uh, we're still in the country. I, I mean, if anybody on the podcast knows where Coburg is, they'll know that Coburg isn't so small itself. Right. But uh, where I grew up and now where my parents live again, uh, I mean, it's it's uh, outside of a small town. Sure. But it's uh, yeah, we're driving through the country. It's it's beautiful, man. It's off the beaten path a little bit, but in about no time, you guys will be on the 401. And that's right. Basically, you jump on that that highway and you're there the whole entire way. Yeah, I used to, because uh, Emma and I used to um, be long distance and she lived in Waterloo and I was in Coburg, I was always amazed by the lack of turns that you have yeah. to make in order to get somewhere. <laughs> I, I think I, I think, uh, Back then, I haven't done it now, but I think it was four turns, and I'd be from my house in Coburg <laughs> to, uh, you know, well, your place too, but Emma's place in Waterloo. That's actually always the strangest thing. When you think about a long road trip and you start thinking about how many turns you actually make or how many stoplights you hit, and it's like, oh, yeah. you know, between here and this place, a couple hours away, I go through like two stoplights, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's and the, you've gone hundreds of kilometers. Yeah. 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 It's the miracle of the modern highway, I guess. Yeah. It bypasses all these small little towns. Pretty sad story. Yeah. Well, so it goes. <laughs> uh, I hear the kids in the back. Can they hear me? Are you on Bluetooth? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, I've got my AirPods oh, in. Okay. So Don't worry about no, it. No, they can't hear you. Don't no, worry they're about so, it. They're so zoned into uh, Frozen, you know? Are they watching it right now? 
Yeah, you know, Anna's trying to hook up with this uh, Prince of Wizzleton <laughs> or Weasel Town. Don't you know? do it. Prince Hans. He's not worth it. <laughs> Prince Hans. Somebody's going to listen here and uh, be like, there's no way that uh, you guys have watched this movie. Oh, man. I think we... I think we just rewrote the script. I think it would be a better movie. Yeah. Uh, had it followed the script that we just put. Oh, a million times better. Definitely yeah. a higher rating. Unfortunately, it would leave yeah. the realm of yeah. kids' movie. But <laughs> the world doesn't need more kids' movies. In fact, I'm convinced that you know we could probably get by with about five kids' movies because kids can just watch them over and over and over again, and yeah. they don't care. So this is a true story. So. Our uh, our van here has a uh, TV in it, or yep. you know, screen and a DVD player and everything. And uh, you know, we only let them watch uh, movies when we go on long trips. So right now, anything over an hour and a half is kind of considered a long trip. Yeah, I think every long trip that we've been, and my parents live a decent way away, and we go there frequently. Yeah, uh, frozen, and I, at this point. <laughs> uh, I would have gone up if I were there. But then, it's like the first time they've watched it. It's unbelievable. I, I, I remember doing that as a kid, just watching you know, the same movies over and over again. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Like Lion King or any of these Disney movies. It's like, yeah. it's just what I had. Like, that's the only thing yeah. I could watch. And so that's all that I watch. I'm amazed by their ability to, especially Kenzie. Yeah, she's able to tell you like almost line for line uh, <laughs> what's about to happen, and she picks up little things now that she's watched it for the hundredth time. Yeah, that are uh, you know funny to her, and uh, I mean, it's pretty funny. Do your kids watch Sesame Street? Is Sesame Street still a thing? Is that even on TV anymore? I don't know what's on kids' TV. Yeah, but you know what? I I don't pay to the content as much. Like it, what I would say, like we pay attention to making sure that they're not watching garbage yeah. or rubbish. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not, I, I don't pay attention to when, when it's been made. So I, I know that Sesame Street is still airing on kids. Uh, okay. TV. I just don't know if it's new. I was just it wondering. Is new. It, Emma is confirming beside me that it is, it is in fact new. Th- thank okay. you for fact checking that. She fact checked <laughs> me on the, uh, on the frozen one too. <laughs> I, yeah. um, I read a whole article about Sesame Street this morning. That's why I was just wondering. Uh, apparently, so apparently, um, on like new, like, okay. Number one, Sesame street. I, okay. So this is why I asked because in recent years, apparently, uh, Sesame street would aired on HBO of all places. I didn't know if it was still going on H. Okay. It seems weird that it would be on HBO, especially because it started, um, really as like a children's educational program to help kids who maybe weren't getting what they needed in school, especially in families that were maybe a little bit poorer and couldn't afford um, like cable TV in the same way. So it was on, uh, it was on PBS. It was free for everybody. And so there's a great irony that now, or at least uh, again, I think it was an older article. So I wasn't sure if it was still on, but that uh, up until the point that the article was written, you had to actually pay in order to watch it. And also there was a disclaimer on like some box sets or something like that, that the first episodes of the show, uh, disclaimer to modern kids is that the first episodes of the show that aired are actually meant for adults and not for kids, which I don't know what that has to, what that goes to show. Like, um, but I think it's just the craziest thing to think that, uh, that that's the case. Yeah. That, I think that there is, 
um, a lot of nostalgia around Sesame Street for a lot of adults. Yeah. And I always thought as a kid that they were super creepy. Like I would have nightmares, no problem <laughs> right. with Sesame Street. Right. I had a, I had a Sesame Street type, like, uh, it definitely wasn't Sesame Street stuffed animal. And I mean, I would always have dreams. This thing had like its eyes crossed out and was coming to get me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. uh, but, but for most people it's nostalgic. And so now that, you know, Kenzie and Theo, they watch it. Yeah. As I've watched it, I mean, I can understand. I mean, it's uh, it's a classic. Oh, yeah. And uh, what I didn't realize reading this article is that when Sesame Street was going on air, uh, the average child in America, at least, would watch 55 hours of TV per week. So let what? that let that sink in for a moment. This is like the 50s and 60s. The average kid would watch 55 hours of TV every single week. No. Way. Yes. Yes. And so they were trying to figure out, like, what can we do to get some, you know, quality uh, content in front of them that's actually going to teach them and educate them and all these different types of things. And Americans had more TVs in their houses than they had books, than they had uh, toothbrushes, than they had anything else, even in low income families where, you know, you might not you might not even have a fridge or a stove. They still had a TV. And so they're like, what, wow. what can we do to do this? And so um, they said, you know, essentially these very, very, very brilliant people, uh, child educators, all these people uh, came up with what is Sesame Street, of course, brought Jim Henson in, creator of the Muppets and, you know, the rest yeah. is history. Yeah. But it's amazing because they really saw a major and measurable impact on children's education because of that show. Apparently, it's the most measured show in television history in terms of how wow. it's been studied and how it's impacted kids. And wow. um, but at the same time, people started to to think that about the mid 80s, I guess, early 90s is when it hit its peak. And since then, it's just been on a downward trajectory because it uh, apparently this is according to the people who wrote the article. But apparently it became a lot less focused on children's education and a lot more focused on how can we market this and make some money. And uh, right. it's so it's, right. it's kind of interesting to see how it's how it's gone, how it's how it's changed throughout the years. Some things understandably so. I guess now yeah. Cookie Monster talks a lot more about. Uh, you know, it's important to eat cookies in moderation versus when he started out, you know, literally living up to his name, which makes sense. And, and even um, a story about Bert and Ernie, where I guess in the early days, you know, Bert would uh, or Ernie, I can't remember who they are, but like, I guess Bert was, you know, eating uh, chips or cookies in his bed. And Ernie was like, you can't eat that in your bed. You're going to get crumbs and make a mess in your bed. And so, uh, so Bernie's like, okay. And then he went and he ate it in Ernie's bed instead. And so it's like, those were the lessons that kids were learning back then, I guess. I understand that they've had to be updated for our time today, but I think it's yeah, funny it's how things sure. have changed. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that, that's all really interesting because, uh, you know, for me growing up, my parents, uh, said no TV in the house, which right honestly was the best decision for me like i think i flourished with that decision right i don't know if you can hear right now a little update from the road but kenzie's singing let it go in the background oh that's amazing <laughs> yeah I, honestly as much as this movie can annoy most parents yeah. um nothing like your little girl singing let it go i actually like it <laughs> but um 
so you know there was a struggle when we had kids whether or not we we're going to let our kids listen right. or you know have a tv in the house that sort of thing and uh it's interesting how much education that tv actually provides as you mentioned yeah and uh you know whether it's sesame street or a news show that's on tv now the kids actually pick up a lot of different things yeah from these shows and we've noticed specifically with kenzie just like she is a sponge and when it comes to watching some of these shows she is just so uh so perceptive right and uh it's, it's actually really grown her wow. which is pretty cool it's actually a cool thing i but what I love about that is that there are people who are being really intentional with the content that's developed. And mm -hmm. I like, listen, for all the, all the trash that's on TV. Well, actually, yeah. I wonder, I wonder though, um, because I kind of feel like perhaps we're going to see TV become a place where the content is generally a little bit more intentional and thought through in one way or another. And, you know, places like YouTube and the internet, uh, that'll just be, the avenue for just like garbage, you know, and just random, like this does nothing to contribute to my life at all. Whereas maybe we'll see in TV, people will just get a little bit more, uh, like the programming might be a little bit more, um, you know, educational. We'll see. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. You and I have been talking a lot about worldview recently, sure. worldview, uh, Christian worldview, um, you know, what the, what the world's worldview is and everything else. And it's interesting because, as you mentioned, intentional, it seems like shows, I mean, I'm talking specifically kid shows right now, yep. but they've been, they've been uh, intentional, certainly in the education aspect, but you also have to be careful because they're also very intentional with the worldview. Yeah, right. And so you, you actually have to be careful that the creator of whatever show it is holds a similar worldview, yes. or at least a worldview that you don't mind your child wrestling with at the stage they find themselves at yeah because what we found is that actually there's a lot of um there's a lot of stuff out there that has a clear agenda yeah and uh, if that agenda isn't something that you you want your child wrestling with at that stage in their life again i don't think we should be protecting our kids from all of the world we've got to be able to explain why the world the way is the way that it is but i'm i'm noticing some agenda pieces that don't quite up line, line up with you know our family values yeah that uh, are actually seeping more and more into these ch kids' shows. So it, it will be interesting to see what happens in that space. But uh, Yeah, it will indeed. Uh, we'll, hey, we'll see what happens over the, next, uh, yeah. over the next decade. Who knows? Well, Brandon, listen, enjoy your drive home, man. Um, yeah. I know that well, I'm you... on the 401 now. Oh, okay. How, how's the traffic? Yeah. Traffic is amazing. Each time we've driven home, to uh to record for sundays yeah um we've been able to basically have it on cruise cruise, cruise control through all of toronto yeah that's unheard which of. Is unheard of because we drive usually at rush hours either way <laughs> totally so well good anyway, yeah it's going good well hey i'm glad that uh the on the road conversation was able to work today and uh hey again have a great rest of your drive for those of you listening we will be back tomorrow with a new episode of the Forum Daily. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Forum Daily. Don't forget to check out Slate Church on our website at slatechurch.com. 
And be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook as well, for all the updates that you need to know.